Hey everybody, welcome to the Slick Tree Podcast. I'm your host, Colby Langford. The point of this show is to help improve ourselves as dogmen and to raise the quality of the dogs on the end of our lead. So let's settle in, turn the volume up, and let's see if we can't learn a trick or two together from our guests. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, I'm your host, Colby Langford. Uh, today we're going to be hearing from Feist Man and Chris Ross. So, how are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing good, bud. How are you doing? Oh, not too bad. Just trying to keep my chickens all in a row and in the coop, I guess. I understand that, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. Oh, well, I'm glad that you took the time to, to do this. And just to fill everybody else in, we met through Facebook about two years ago, I think. We've actually met a few times in person through uh, hunts and dealings and in a custom rod and but anyways let's uh just jump right into it and chris what can you tell us about the uh the dogs you're hunting and what's it like where you hunt at yeah so i uh over here in western oklahoma the the, the land of the last few quail in oklahoma not really a lot of squirrels you know so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just throw that out uh most people you know they find it pretty crazy that i got squirrel dogs in western oklahoma so yeah you know it's just a crazy deal just uh eight years ago uh you know, I've always squirrel hunted my whole life. Just something we did, you know, between seasons or something, between turkey season and deer season, you know, with my dad and uncles. I had a buddy, you know, did pig dogs, and he was like, man, he goes, I've, I've got these timber curs over. They wanted tree squirrels, you know, and I wouldn't take a dog. I wouldn't take a dog. I wasn't ready, you know, going in and out of college and stuff and working, and I was like, man, I ain't ready for it. And then, long story short, we found some on Facebook finally got on the, the little hunting page didn't even know there was a squirrel hunting page you know just looked it up on facebook ben trevino he had a, a dog named lt lamont that he did a little bit of winning with he uh, had his little his daughter had a little red and white feist and well one day he's at school you know doing his ag teaching stuff and comes home and they was hooked up you know and he had this litter of pups so we uh me, uh, my two little cousins at the time, they or a little cousin and his buddy, they were in college, and I talked them into getting a dog. I was like, man, let's bring three of those pups back over here to western Oklahoma. And I said, I sure like that Brindle one. And uh, so I reached out to Ben, messaged him on Facebook, and he was like, yeah, we'll meet in uh, Henrietta. You know, that was kind of halfway point. And uh, he, he's down there, and I think it's called Eagle Town, down there in the mm-hmm. southeast part, down there by Broken Bow. Mm-hmm. So we met up, and I came back without a clue in the world how to train a squirrel dog. I lived at Canton at the time, and the North Canadian River comes out of there, and I lived on the north side of town. And I didn't know if I was going to make a dog out of that first one or if I was going to ruin her. You know, I don't, I don't know the deal because I messaged so many people on what to do. You know, she, she learned every tactic there was to train a pup you know mm-hmm. so bought her back and you know got her as an eight-week pup and did some drags and stuff like that and then talked to another old man uh, by the name of vic fowler that told me he said if you can let that pup run loose he goes let her run loose and i was well i'm being on the north side of town and the population of canton's like 600 people you know so i wasn't worried about it i was right next to the river so i let her go and there for at about a Three and a half months, four months, that dog just started doing it on its own, you know, and 
the first three months before she would leave the yard, I put more squirrels in front of her face than, than what I probably should have, you know. But being green, not growing up around squirrel dogs, I, I didn't know any better, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I got started in it, you know. And that little dog, I'd buy a squirrel behind my kid, you know. And at the time, my oldest one, and I let him run around the yard. He was pretty fast, and he could stay away from her. <laughs> and she, she'd be after him. That's a that's a training tactic I haven't heard before. Hey, but she would chase, you know, that and with the fights, you know, the little legs, you know, getting started, they're quick dogs, but he was fast enough that he could he could stay stay <laughs> with a rope on him, he could stay away from her. You know, I, I that's probably not a story I should be telling, but that's nah, what I did, right. you know, and uh, that's probably why he plays college ball now, you know, because I, I made him fast, had a dog after him. Mm-hmm. So, and that's just something I did, man. I mean, I was really clueless getting into it. And, and like I said, she got out there and she started treeing. And me and my wife at the time, we worked different shifts and she didn't grow up around hunting. So I, w- I wish she knew a little bit more because she would hear a tree and, you know, just didn't know to go to her, you know, mm-hmm. and I really didn't have the common sense to tell her to go to her, you know, so she would just be out there treeing all day long and, and nobody going to her. So finally I, I got her and she went about a hundred yards one day when I was mowing and she got treed and she did it nice, you know, and I finally got to see it happen, you know, and she was probably, this would, I got her in August or so. And this was probably, you know, sometime in April or whatever. And I pinned her up, you know, and I just kept her put up till May 15th when squirrel season opened up. And I went out and on that first time out, I, I knocked three down to her, you know, and I was just tickled to death, you know, and didn't know any better. Started posting videos, you know, on the page, you know, I'm happy I got a squirrel dog, you know, and, mm-hmm. and uh, just didn't do a, I didn't do a lot of tying at the time to tie her up, you know, or anything like that. So she was kind of a loose dog on the tree. Mm-hmm. You know, there was some times where, where she'd be belly up, but a lot of times she'd be a little loose, you know, and I could tell what tree the squirrel was in you know and i could still go knock them out that was just kind of kind of my my start in it you know with the dogs just and i still got her now she just turned eight in august last month out of shape you know she'll still go put up the meat you know and sometimes she's belly up sometimes she's loose on the tree you know that's just just the way she is and i didn't know how to break her you yeah. know so uh, but i that, that that's my start man so for the people that haven't been there what's the timber and whatnot like where you're hunting are you hunting tree rows or hedge or a big timber or what, what's it like it's kind of hit and hit and miss um some of my places you know it might be it'd be creek bottoms that go through and our creek bottoms out here could kind of be like compared to eastern oklahoma or somewhere else can be like a fence row you know it can it could be like a fence row there you know it'd be cold squirrels but you know that could be our creek bottoms in some places i have i'm kind of borderline between the Oklahoma City, I'm about an hour west, and and the Panhandle, I'm about two and a half, three hours from the Panhandle, so I'm kind of that breaking point of the good timber, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, I can have some thick places where I'm I'm in them, you know, pretty good. It'll be, a, I can get on a couple quarters of land or a half a section of land, and it it's, you know, it doesn't look any different than over there, just a little bit shorter timber mm-hmm. uh, than eastern Oklahoma or Arkansas or something like that. Uh, but most of my places are a lot of creek bottoms. And then, like I said, all the lake uh, public hunting up there, I do a lot of hunting there. And it's got really good timber. Um, so I, I spend most of my time there uh, hunting. If it's not, not a muzzleloader season or rifle season, I'm, you, can, you can bet I'm up there 
either during the kill season or the couple months that there's not a kill season I've, I've got a dog in there and i'm i'm training or doing something up there so spend a lot of time there and it's it's uh i can't remember the actual total acreage that i have up there but i mean it's it's pretty much me you know it's uh in western oklahoma i try to get buddies in it you know there's a few coon hunters around but just nothing like you would in eastern oklahoma or somewhere else yeah you guys you guys don't hardly have a gray squirrel to be found over there do you there is not you know uh there's not a gray squirrel at all to be found i i i told my cousin he's a game warden down in southeastern or south oklahoma down around ardmore and i told him i said man import me some of those gray squirrels i said i there's times I go over there and my, my dogs will look like a fool with them gray squirrels because they're used to these big old fox squirrels barking back. I wish there was a way I could, you know, but yeah, it's just primarily uh, fox squirrels over here, or it is fox squirrels over here. And those suckers will be as big as my, my feist, you know. Yeah, I'd tell you what, you I'd know. trade you out right now because I'm messing with a whole bunch of pups at the house and we don't have anything but gray squirrels. There's some reds if you go a little ways away. It's, it's tough this time of year because... By the time a dog gets under the tree they're under, they go straight up the tree and they, they start timbering and it might be 100 yards before they get to their hole, but they never stop moving. <laughs> they're getting to that hole. I mean, you, if a dog sits there and a pup wants to sniff around a tree and check the tree for 20, 30 seconds, that squirrel's already four trees over and it's gone. Right, and right, It, it right. makes it rough. And I've learned that, uh, and that's that's some of the stuff that I've actually learned, you know, going because I travel quite a bit, you know, just to get into gray squirrels and hunt something different, getting bigger timber and, and just to see what it's about. You know, I, the first gray squirrel I, I treat, I think was three years ago in a comp hunt, you know, first one I ever went to go in there and, uh, my dog jet that I had, he, he went in and I mean, we just cut him and he, he goes in within about, I don't know, 55 seconds and he trees, you know, and we get to shaking and shaking and then, I didn't, and the bad part is, didn't even get to see it. You know, first one, one of my dogs that ever treed, I didn't get to see it, and everybody else was just being honest, and that sucker went straight up the tree, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to back out, you know, and see it, you know, and didn't even get to see it. <laughs> so it was a, it was a crazy deal, but hey, I, I got to notch that off, you know. Hey, I finally treed one of these wild squirrels, you know. So, but yeah, that, that's kind of, kind of how it is, you know. I tell a lot of people, I've had people, you know, that, that have came out, a uh, uh, buddy, uh, buddy of ours i should say uh, lane he, he's came over and brought a dog over and hunted over at canton uh last year as a uh, dog rex and got to see how it's just a different environment you know you can get you can get into some short timber and you can get into some pretty good timber I, you know not the huge timber or nothing but you get into some pretty good timber and it's just a different world over here where you treat those fox squirrels you know they hold tight you know the leaves come off you know they'll start timbering you know late december january mm-hmm. they kind of start timbering then september october november most part man you just you walk over with a 22 and you just knock them in the head and Go put them on another one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's pup training friendly over here. You know, you mentioned your jet dog, which I know about him. But why don't you tell us a little bit about your jet dog and what uh what else you got at the house right now besides besides the brindle dog and jet that you told us about earlier? Okay, so uh, jet, I got him uh, two years uh, after Julie, uh, or sorry, three years after Julie. He's a uh, Little little feist dog, little yellow feist male that I got. It got him from over at uh, Indianola around that area, and just seen him on Facebook with last one in the litter, and I was ready for another one. You know, I Julie was pretty much a finished dog, and 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 I was wanting to 
you know, start another one and see if I learned anything and do something a little different, you know. So I went and picked him up and uh, came came back over here to Western Oklahoma, and he was a nine-week-old puppy when I got him. So I had talked to a few guys and some guys that gave me advice again. You know, I didn't want to do the same things I did with Julie after posting videos. You know, I got a lot of – I ask a lot of questions. Uh, one thing I do is ask questions if there's something that I definitely don't know, you know. So I uh, – asked quite a few questions about like, should I run them together? Should, you know, and some guys are like, well, run them together. And once they break off, you know, then you break him out and you single him out, you know? So I, I did a little bit of that. Didn't, didn't do any live squirrel stuff. I didn't even let him play with the, a squirrel. Uh, the, the way I did it was I took, took one that I knocked out with Julie and I think he was a month old or, or not a month old, but he was, a uh, three and a half months old and i took one of those fresh squirrels that i killed i just went out here south of town a few miles got a place close and i mean just fresh as could be sucker wasn't even stiff you know rigor mortis hadn't set in on it you know i'm talking fresh and i came and i drug him out here and i brought him out the kennel and set up a you know 60 yard drag and he had never been on anything you know and i took him out there and he goes over there and he starts uh he starts treeing on it and then I just, you know, I quit, you know, then I started packing him to the woods and I would pack him and I would pack him. I've got a little place north of town that's just a couple miles away. And it's uh, where the kids run cross country at. It's loaded up with squirrels, you know, and it and it was just walking and walking and walking. You know, I wanted him to wasn't going to do the same mistake. And when he treated, you know, I was going to try to catch him and I was on time, you know, to make sure. And then finally he broke out, went in there one day and. He goes and he falls treed, and well, I get in there, and he had two coons up the tree. I said, now, Jet, we didn't work on that, but I'll take it, you know, because he turned, <laughs> you know, uh, wasn't nothing to, nothing to knock there, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I was just tickled as could be, you know. He was now, I don't know, around four months or so, somewhere in there, and he and uh, he, he had treed a double on some coons, you know, in that place. And so I kept hunting him, and then finally, you know, I just wasn't seeing the, the progress I thought with the squirrel. So I started running him and Julie together. Got up there, on, he would back her. And then one day up there on public ground, it's probably around, I don't know, seven and a half, eight months old, somewhere in there. Cause I had ran him a little bit during the summer uh, on the cool m mornings. It was just one of those good years where it was wet and wasn't that typical Western Oklahoma 120 degree burn you up, you mm -hmm. know? So I ran him quite a bit when he was a pup uh, there through the summer. Um, we were staying in the, the 90s, you know, and kind of kept cool temps. So come the fall, I, you know, I had him up there at Canton, and Julie goes in there, and he trees, and, I mean, I just cut him loose. And uh, he goes, and she trees, and he goes by her, and he blows by her, and he goes another. And this is before I even had tracking collars. I'm going to say 80 to 100 yards. And I see Julie squirrel, and I, when I walked in and he just blew because he would always go with her. He wouldn't sit around my feet. He'd always go with her. And uh, he blew by her and he goes in there and he, he goes and falls tree. Well, I get in there and he, he's got the squirrel and he's on, I mean, right on, on the tree right there. Uh, he's got the squirrel. So I walked past Julie. She stayed put, knocked his down, praised him, uh, sent him on and he, I thought he's going to go back to Julie and he took off again, you know, and he goes in there again. I get back to Julie and I go in there and I, I knock Julie down. I sent her on and they stayed apart for that day uh, for about a good, 
I don't know, hour or so, uh, they stayed apart. And I was like, I might have done something right, you know, for the most part, because I hadn't, hadn't run them run them together very much, you know, and uh, he started staying apart. And so I just put Julie up at that point. The rest of December and January, I just made a dog out of him. You know, he still had his some puppy in him and stuff like that, but I just ended up making a dog out of out of, out of him and just enjoyed the heck out of him. You know, he he'd uh, babble a little bit on the ground, you know, because he still had a little puppy in him, but you'd know when he would fall treed, you know, and he would just be there, you know, and, and he, he wouldn't leave it. He Most of the time he would stay there and he wouldn't leave that tree. So it was probably, a, I don't know, about two and a half years after that or so. I uh, It might be three. I don't know. It might have been three years. And then I kind of started uh, jetting, reaching out to Lane and started talking about kind of the, the comp stuff, you know, because I thought I had something special. Mm-hmm. but in, in that time i guess i should say but in that time before i kind of got to the comp stuff i uh picked up another dog from kane riggs her name's pretty you know these these kids come up with some of those names you know and they little, little bitty fice you know she's the run of the litter and i had always heard about these champ dogs and i had been researching and researching and i wanted one of these champ bred dogs went and picked her up drove three hours to poto to pick her up from from kane riggs rigs over there and uh oh jim allen's sugarfoot dog and uh tane's uh carmella and i went ahead and picked that pup up and i didn't know if i was ever gonna get her out the house because them kids just was loving on her so much you know and i was like well she ain't gonna be worth the darn uh, and but uh anyways i uh started hunting her and so i tried a different tactic this time i had never done the live squirrel and i said this is the third dog so i'm gonna see what comes up here and give it a try and uh so i trapped a squirrel and because this little dog i mean she a tail man you put a tail in front of her i played with her with the tail quite a bit when she was young she would she would win that tail and she would just open up on it and, and i mean she would just she could that little dog could spit them out you know so i, I was pretty impressed by it and so i was like man i just gotta see you know and she was i don't know about probably around that three month range and i went ahead and trapped one uh keep in mind you know kobe but that old at three months you know she's probably about nine pounds you so know? she probably she's wasn't much wet, bigger than one of them you know? fox she squirrels. Is, she's not a big dog at all and uh so i bring that trap boy and she old she laid on her belly and she just gave that squirrel the business you know and i and i had to pull the squirrel away you know from her and i was like well i ain't gonna do that no more i said she's going and then i got to talking to people again and they're like no she's gonna expect too much but just pull her off you need to just start hunting that little dog you know i showed that video i'm proud of her and she just you know she just i mean she can that little dog can just throw it out there as kobe as you say my little chihuahua could just throw it out there Mm -hmm. so uh but she she could you know and so i kind of did away with the live squirrel and i just started hunting her you know and she would go and she'd back jet you know she'd go and back julie and then finally you know i start i knocked a couple down and and then i started hunting her by herself you know and then she started she started treeing more and more by herself you know and she really liked having her squirrel you know and usually did have her squirrel so i would uh i'd break her out and and uh and just kind of broke that dog out and that's kind of how it went with with that that other female you know and those are the the three i've had you know just kind of between kids and 
didn't want to overload my cell phone dogs and kids getting attached. You know, I, I didn't want to, you know, keep swapping or buying new or get too many out here. So that, that's, that's, uh, the three older dogs that I've had. So I've, I've, uh, enjoyed them quite a bit, but yeah, that little pretty, she, uh, she's done a heck of a job for me. So really enjoyed that little dog. So got a lot of compliments on, on that little dog going and treating a squirrel. And I tell you old cur guys, you know, it, how much dog do you need to treat a squirrel? You know, I said, I want, I, if I do make a bad shot, you know, I want to see a fair fight when it hits the ground, you know, that cur dog is just going to crunch him, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> so what was it that other than you just thought you had something in the jet dog, is that just what made you want to start going to some comp hunts just to kind of put him on a measuring stick or? Yeah, that was my measuring stick. You know, when I seen that he wanted to be a part, you know, and not really back Julie and wanted to go be his own dog, I was like, from what I, I, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many hours I sit in here and on the TV, you know, and pull up that uh, on that Roku or whatever you call that thing and pull up YouTube and just watch the UKC, uh, you know, watch NSD. And I'm like, I got to do that. I said, man, I said, I think he could do it. You know, I, I really want to do it. I reached out to Lane, and uh, he was wanting to start a chapter over here at Okima. He was going to do uh, U- UKC hunts. I said, Lane, I know I'm two and a half hours away. I've ta- I've reached out to guys. I think we can get feist dogs here. I said, let's uh, let's host hunts, you know. He was like, all right. He goes, I know I can get cur dogs here. And I was like, yeah, I know you can. I said, I, I said but I've talked to a few feist guys. I said, we just never had the opportunity and they said they never had the opportunity to have them here you know unless they hunted nsd you know and so we lane fired it up and uh that first year and me and reggie and uh stanton i believe is how you pronounce his last name uh he came he had that little dog spook another champ bred dog and then old joseph cooper had that batman dog his little black dog and we went out got three dogs on the first one and and went out and uh i got minus and what'd you get minus for i got minus on he got in there uh so he treated a squirrel and then got in there deep i don't know 400 or something like that and and then the when you start bragging you know you're feeling good with 25 minutes left you know they always make a fool i call him treat and we get in there and old dog just he he left the tree to chase a gray squirrel, you know, it went to timbering and, and he, he went to following it, you know, so I was happy that he followed it because I'm a meat hunter originally, and but at the same time, I wanted to win, you know, so <laughs> it, it was a, a tough deal, to, a tough deal to swallow, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that was, that was kind of how the first one went, you know, and Kerr guys came in, you know, and I, I think old Dane came in and he had some plus points on the cur side and he won you know with one of his his cur dogs and and i said well heck you know and it and uh so we had an evening round because we were just starting off we had a morning round and an evening round and we went out that evening and it was in september and i mean it was still steaming hot and we went out that evening and heck we didn't have in shape dogs and they went out and they hunted for about half of the the hunt and the rest of half hate to admit it they look like crap you know so we it was just a a bust on that evening round too so from there i, I was like man i can i can get into this you know so we went and we had another hunt 
I think it was in October sometime, you know, and I we went home and we started working, you know, pretty good or what I thought I was working pretty good. And uh, I believe Joseph Cooper came and Mark Brown came. He had a diesel pup, a nice female. I mean, a nice female uh, dog that he had. Uh, he bought her and then uh, Reggie came again with his dog Spook. We went out hunting and got beat by one squirrel to uh mark his little diesel female and i mean she's a nice dog she's gonna have her toenails on the tree you know and i was like now i see some of the stuff i'm supposed to be doing i said uh i i'm, I'm learning now you know from an old old school man and uh he he showed me what it's supposed to look like with his little female and i'm telling you she she would get on that tree and she wasn't gonna leave it you know he, and i was like okay i thought i had what I needed, you know, I said, I still got to go back to the chalkboard and start working on this dog a little more, you know, so he, uh, he won that, you know, and he got that plaque and I hate to admit it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm competitive, but you know, I played a lot of ball and stuff like that, you know, and I, I started getting competitive a little bit with these dogs, you know, I said, I want to learn, but at the same time, you know, I'm driving over here, uh, and I'm telling my wife every time I'm on, I'm going to move, move something on the wall, one of these kids' pictures or one of those 38 crosses in there. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to say I'm taking down the cross. That ain't what I meant. I just <laughs> said I needed the space, you know. Uh, yeah. So don't take it the wrong way. You know, I tell people that all the time when I tell that joke. I said, I told my wife, I said, one of those got to come down. I said, you're either going to take a kid's picture down or you're going to take a cross down, but I'm going to put a plaque on there. And uh, she would giggle. She's like, I'll wait till the day comes, you know. And I was like, all right, you know. So I – uh and old Lane and Dane, they had some some pretty slick plaques that they had made, you know. And I said, man, I I done had basketball, baseball, everything else. She's, I said, I I need something like that, something different, you know. We go and I think it was January is when we ended up having a another hunt, and we had the it was the state hunt. We went out and and Lane went out with us. We had the the feist hunt on a different date than the. Uh, Kerr hunt the state hunt so we had them on different weekends so lane was going to guide us and uh it was myself reggie and and mark we went out and it was cold it was windy if you ever been in western oklahoma you know all about the wind you know it, it it's always blowing you guys get a little bit of wind over there on the east side but i'm all i've always got it mm -hmm. you know and uh so i'm liking my odds you know going into this state hunt we get out there and it was it it rained the night before i mean it was cold it was one of them days it was it was going it was miserable you know and uh go out and same thing you know uh lane's sitting there and he's like man i'm gonna go put my chaps on and uh we already had our chaps the guys were hunting lane was just being the guy and judging there and uh he goes back to get his chaps and we cut them loose and jet goes in there and he falls tree just like that you know i call him tree and uh he goes in and uh trees a squirrel you know and that and that's the one that that won it you know and so i ended up uh winning the state hunt uh that day you know so i got got my plaque made, made the uh the full crime magazine you know I, I i'm just tickled as could be you know i was like hey I, I accomplished one of my goals you know and and not you know and just added that it just happened to be the state hunt that we had you know so it was a pretty neat deal uh still there go on to the to the next year and uh we just fell off you know just couldn't get get enough uh feist guys there you know it just kind of 
fell through, you know. So I'm like, you know, I I run these feist and I've been working at it and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna end up uh trying to do uh you know, the N S D. You know, I'm gonna give my little dog a shot in the N S D. So did a couple of those hunts and that's interesting. You know, I've 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 drawn a a, a hound or, or a cur dog, you know, every time. You know, there's only been a couple fights that have shown up. So I've always, you know, had those bigger dogs, you know, and it's it's been pretty fun. You know, Jettle he, he really don't like a bigger dog, so he does really well and he'll stay apart and go do his thing. You know, I've I've had my ups and downs, you know, he'll uh, the the hard part is is him timbering you know that's his that's his hard part he he wants to cause timber a squirrel you know and we've worked on it a lot still working on it you know he still has his his flaws a little bit with it but we still go play you know mm-hmm. but no we, we've had a had some good stuff at the state hunt last year the nsd state hunt up there at okay i i drew uh ricky merrill's dog and and uh and O.D. Patton uh, drew him. He had Slim. I believe it was Slim over there, you know. And mm-hmm. we went out there on the state hunt, and Jet looked like uh, like he had never wanted to tree a squirrel in his life, you know. I actually withdrew him for the hunt, you know. it was There was snow on the ground. I left western Oklahoma, and and it was it was warm that morning. You know, I left it 3 o'clock that morning to get over there, and it, it wasn't, I shouldn't say warm. It was It was 10 degrees warmer than it was over there, and, he act like he didn't want to hunt, you know, and he just looked like a, made me look like a fool for driving three hours, you know. And but I got to see some good dog work and learn some more there, uh, you know, back in January, you know, at that hunt. Just one of those deals, man. He just, you know, he went out and he would hunt some, and then he come back and kind of looked like a looked like a fool. I'm looking at them guys, and 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 even Ricky, he goes, man, he goes, I see your videos. He's like, this little dog hunts. He said you. He hunted in them them other hunts. I said, but I don't know what it is. I said, he, them dogs are known to make you look like a liar. I said, well, mine definitely doing it today, you know. Mm-hmm. So I uh, went back to the chalkboard again, you know, and 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 went went to putting in work. Just started going again, and then went to the some more NSDs and looked pretty good. And then just here a couple weeks ago, I uh, drew a D again, but he had Spike this time. I believe it was Spike. I might have him backwards which way he had him. I don't know. He might have had Spike or Slim. I don't know. But he had one, and I drew him. And then I drew uh, old Mr. Harlow from Mississippi. So, I, you know, it's a it's a hound, a cur, and, and, and my little 22-pound uh, feist, you know. We get out there, and I, I told him before we left the clubhouse or when we got out there and we parked our pickups, I got out, and I said, you know, and old, old Mr. Harlow, he dropped he, – takes that dog everywhere and of course d Patton he take takes those dogs everywhere too you know the lbk you know them guys got plenty of dog power as well they you know a lot i of said winning. well i said if i'm gonna draw some dogs you know i'm gonna draw the best and just beat them at the beginning you know i just i don't want to have to fool with you in the second round when my dog might be tired i said i'm just gonna knock you out first and uh, you know we all chuckled and kind of went on you know and we get out and we're on this uh, open pasture, you know, and, and I have been working on cutting him from a pasture. You know, I said if I, I watched enough hunts on YouTube and stuff where them guys will do that open open pasture cutting or open field, whatever, cornfield, you know, and cut them dogs from a plowed up field and them dogs will get treed, you know. So I've been working on it, you know, working on it like crazy. So I get in there and I uh, we cut them loose. Oh, Spike goes, and I think he went out about 400, if I remember right, is what D said. That hound, 
they, he went straight north. Uh, that hound went to the right and went, I don't know, probably two something or three something. And Jet went completely left hand and then turned and went south. He goes in there in about a minute and whatever, he falls treed. Had a young man named uh, Jeremiah that was with us that, that's been walking some of these casts with us. And he's just kind of learning and all that and wanting to see how it goes. And he was there. And then Brandon Fowler was our judge. He goes in there in a minute and however many seconds. And he falls treed. And then these guys, anybody that's seen the little Oklahoma hunting pages always joke about how these those fox squirrels will sit there and bark back at my dog. I said, I guess they don't feel threatened by them little dogs. He goes in there, and we can hear the squirrel barking at him. I mean, Jet, he falls treed. I call him treed within a minute something. You know, I get in there, and I'm feeling, you know, feeling good. You know, and I get in there, and I'm shaking my arms off, you know, and just couldn't get that squirrel. He must have hit, hit back in a hole and couldn't get him out, you know. And uh, go through that cast, and he's in there competing. You know, he falls treed again, and then those – and then those experienced dogs, you know, they just kind of showed where they were, they were the real deal. You know, that hound would fall treed, old Spike would have fall treed, you know, and Jet would be off by himself and he would fall treed and then he would quit on it. And I could tell he was, you know, over there trying to work it and maybe work out one of them grays, you know, and, and he hadn't been on any since last spring. So I figured I was going to be in the rough start, you know, this at this first hunt. And, uh, and it showed a little bit, you know, I think he made a 200 circle or something like that. Didn't do bad. Just couldn't, couldn't pick his squirrel out. He, uh, he, but he, he stayed apart, you know, and did his thing and, and, and competed, you know, and I think, and Spike ended up winning it in the last, he, uh, was actually down, you know, and, uh, Spike came and I think there was eight minutes left or something. And he goes like 30 yards from us. The hound, we had all been leash locked and the hound went. Harlow's dog was winning, you know, with circle points and we couldn't shake a squirrel out to save our life. And he goes in there and it was 400 circle, 300 circle, 200 circle, I believe in there. And, uh, oh, and, 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 and Jet did take, he did take a minus. So he did timber a, a gray in there, I believe. So he did take a minus in there. So I did have a minus. So I was kind of out of the race right there. Anyways, I just needed meat just to get out of the hole. Uh, and then old Spike goes in there like 30 yards, man. And on a dang sapling, that's got a nest at the top of it. I'm, I'm telling you, I could probably jump up and hit this nest. These shakes at one time. And there hops out the gray squirrel, you know, and, and he shows why he's the man, you know, and, and, he, and he pulls it off, you know, and, and we kind of just chuckle and go from there. And that hound was back in there deep and, and we ran out of time. And that that's how that one was won, you know, and two things that came out of it, you know, that made me feel like I was doing something right, you know, just from learning, you know, I've been on five casts, you know, or something like that. I, I, I can't really count offhand five or six casts and, uh, Mr. Harlow, he said, I'm going to give you credit, bud. He goes, that hound has never been in a cast where it, she doesn't tree the first squirrel, you know. And so, I mean, I, I said, well, I can take that as a win, you know. And then, then D comes up to me. He goes, Chris, he goes, you worked hard on that little dog. You know, these guys that, that I call professionals, you know, that, you know, is what I, what I would consider professionals. 
and there he he goes man he goes that's night and day from that state in january you know he's like i'm he said i'm proud of you man you know it looks looks pretty good you know i took it as a win you know uh to go against these dogs that get packed around you know and i just try to hit up the oklahoma ones you know just still learning so he, we went out and competed a little bit and, you know we had one slip up there on on a squirrel you know and and what it was that they were him and spike were probably i don't know a good 100 yards away maybe not even 100 maybe been about 80 or so jet just went and i think the squirrel either was between them or something and you know just got a bad break and he he took off after it you know and as we were coming in you know and that that's what got us there and and, uh but other than that you know it was a it was a pretty good cash you know and that's the last one uh, last one i've been on you know so i've learned quite a bit the stopwatch I recommend a stopwatch. You know, I didn't, I understood having a stopwatch, but after the first couple of passed, you know, I, uh, I know when he's got the meat and he feels he's got the meat, he's not going to leave, you know, for the most part, unless that sucker starts to timber, you know, so, uh, a good lead and, uh, and a stopwatch is, uh, is the best friend for a comp hunter, you know, and I, and I, and I've learned that, you know, so, what about the uh, rules? When you first started, did you really feel like you had a good handle? Because I think the NSD rules, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I want to say it's like 26 or 28 pages of rules. Right, uh, right. Yeah, There. no, I did not have a good handle on the rules at all. Did that, do you uh, feel like that affected you quite a bit? It, it, it did. Yeah, it did. It did affect me quite a bit. And uh, luckily, I've been, you know, all I know to do is, and I still, all I know to do is call my dog tree when my dog trees, you know, and I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, didn't like studying when I was in college, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> still the same way at 37, you know, I, I, I'll tell you the truth, you know, and uh, I go go to play and, and I'll pick him up every now and then and read a little bit of the rules. But um, some of it, you know, I learn in the field uh, watching. Um, I've had quite a few guys be good mentors for me when that, the way they break it down, you know, just getting away from the actual verbiage of it wrote down to, you know, putting it in dummy terms for this new guy, you know, they, they've helped quite a bit, um, out there in the field, you know, whether it's one of the judges, you know, I'll ask a question, you know, and they'll, they'll, they'll help me answer it. And I've actually had, you know, uh, other guys help me out there in the field. Ricky, you know, D, uh, Reggie, Mark. I mean, all those guys were coon hunters and stuff too, so they know fairly well how it goes. You know, I just I didn't grow up around tree dogs at all. You know, had uncles that had a few bird dogs. You know, and that's what we would do. And the other uncles that had coon hounds, they were so old they had got out of it. So I just never even grew up around nothing like the comp side so that that's been a lot of the struggles for me really needing to know know those rules you know and not understanding that the handler is a big part of it's of a team it, for you sure know? It, it, it's it's unreal it's it's a team sport you know it really is you know it, it, it's a uh, it's like playing tennis doubles you know you, you can't just have michael jordan out there thinking he's gonna cover that whole court you know or I, I guess I use two sports there, but it's Serena, I, say, I guess I should say. But, you know, it, it, it really is. You know, you got to have a, a good feel for your dog and, and you got to know when to call it. And it's interesting, man. I, I enjoy the heck out of it. You know, I wish I could travel more uh, 
four kids and they all play ball. So from college down to fifth grade, so it's tough, you know, I, otherwise I'd, I'd be on the road every weekend to go somewhere, you know, whether it's a feist hunt or NSD, you know, I'd, I'd go give it a whirl just to learn more. Yeah. Ricky Merrill, I drew him a few times. Uh, I just kept, kept drawing them when, uh, the okay Oklahoma NSD chapter started up with kind of getting back into comp hunts, which I hadn't done a whole lot of it, but I drew him a few times and he was a really big help for me too. Just as far as, Telling you what you sh- how you should be handling your dog, actually trying to help you out and try to teach you something. Uh, he was really good about helping me out with that. It's unreal, man, how how you can get out there in the field and and you meet those guys and you know, and long as you're good with them, they're good with you, and you can you can get a lot of knowledge from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool how that works, man. You know, I it's competitive. It ain't like being on the, the basketball court or on the mound. You know, there if, if there's somebody out there on a cast that's that serious, you know, at a regular just weekend hunting, you know, a hundred bucks on the line or 80 bucks or something, you know, and they're that ate up with it. You know, I probably don't want to be on the cast with them to be honest, you know, and then don't get me wrong. There's some guys that are just that competitive, you know, but I I've been lucky enough that I've got on cast that most of those guys are open to me and they give me, give me advice, you know, and maybe it's cause they don't feel threatened by my little 22 pound dog. You know, that might be why they give me advice as well. <laughs> I feel like most of the guys are pretty pretty good natured as yeah, a whole. They are. They uh, are. Especially I, if you're uh, if you're that way back to them, usually things get along pretty good from my experience. Right. And it's uh and and I to be honest, a lot of that comp stuff, man, I and don't get me wrong, I like to win. Like I said, all my kids play ball. I'm 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 competitive. I coach a lot of ball. I I I'm truly I, I like to win. But a lot of it is I don't get to experience other dogs because no one real. I have to travel two hours to get into other dogs, you know, to get mm-hmm. to meet up with someone just to hunt. So I, I can say, and I could be wrong, you know, there might be somebody I don't know, but I like to say I'm I'm the best dog hunter, squirrel hunter in Western Oklahoma. You know, you're the only there one might I know only of. Be two or three, you know, <laughs> over here. So I, I I got to at least Northwest, you know, I I, I like to say that, you know, so <laughs> whether I'm the only one or not, you know, but no, it's just. It, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to do the comp, just so I can see. Uh, and I always know there's going to be better dogs out there, but I really want to see, uh, you know, other dogs work. You know, I think it's neat to go to a cast that I had a couple weekends ago, and it was a hound, a feist, and a cur. I said, it don't get any better than that. You know, I said, I want to see how this plays out, you know. And uh, it's just neat to see see that and see how they work and and like I said, didn't without growing up on it, you know, I'm I, I've done a little bit of coon hunting, but I'm sitting here thinking, you know, how do them dogs react? You know, is that dog gonna open up a quite a bit? You know, or you know that she would just fall treed. You know, she was kind of like a cur and just fall treed. You know, so it was it was pretty neat to to kind of see how that played out. You know, it was it was it was similar. You know, and just had a big old mouth. You know. She had a she had an eighty pound mouth and my dog had a twenty two pound mouth and there was times where I kind of back off the tree when he was checking just so I could hear my little dog tree you know a hundred two hundred yards away and I understand why you might want more mouth you know out there you know so you can hear it so I mean there's a lot of things that went through my head that I'm contemplating on with the next dog you know do I go a different route or something you know yeah how far can you hear hear Jed on an average day I'm not talking about like super windy or nothing but on average how far do you think you can usually hear him say that he's got a decent mouth you know I've heard him at five you know I've heard him at 500 
Um, but most of his trees where I hunt are 300 and less, you know, and there, most of the time in places I've hunt, it, it, you know, it's 150 and he's fallen tree, you know, so it's not like you got to have this big old giant mouth over does he, here. Does he check uh, in a lot windy, as he hunts? Windy days, it can kind of get, you know, he gets over 300, 350, you know, if he gets over that on windy days, on them hard days, I can, it, it gets a little tough, but most of the time he, uh, and, and, and I blame, I try to blame some of it on, cause I mean, that, that weekend they told me that he, uh, actually had, uh, you know, Brandon said he had a pretty decent mouth, you know, I was like, yeah, I, I think so. But I, I also work in a factory, you know, most of my life and it's loud. So I, I think he's got a decent mouth. And then I hear that big old hound and, and that cur dog, you know, and I'm, I'm going, Ooh, I don't know if he's got enough mouth, you know, to compete, but he, he does pretty good. But most of the time, like I said, that 200 range is is all I need a hearing from, and and it, it it's plenty, you know, around here. But yeah, it's a it is fun, you know. I really enjoy, you know. I I wish I look back now, and wish I'd have pulled that lead out a little sooner. I mean, he does pretty good and a stopwatch, and I really don't I don't know which one I should have done more of. You know, he does, you know, and I and I, just like I talked about my minus in there, and some of the bad parts of it is, you know, I've, I've talked about a couple casts having minus is just these fox squirrels just don't timber. You know, it's late in the year is when they timber, and late in the year is usually, you know, I'm I'm knocking them down, or the kids or some buddies are knocking them down, so I don't think nothing about it. You know, we get in there and they start hopping tree to tree, you know, and we probably already got him knocked down and I sent him on again, you know. So I, I've i uh, learned quite a bit this last season for the most part when I uh, knock any out to him, I tr- started tying him, you know, talking to guys again, you know, how do I go with my dog that I feel is comp ready? You know, he's by far the best one I have and and that's what they said. They said even if you're knocking him down, you just go tie him, you know, and I started doing that quite a bit more you know tying him and tying him and and plus a lot of it i just been working on a stopwatch you know i knocked some out the other weekend you know because we had worked pretty hard through the heat to get ready for that first hunt in september you know and i went and knocked a mess out ant was wanting some some fresh ones so i went and knocked six out to him and there might have been two trees in there that i didn't tie you know that sucker was already trying to go one more tree you know and i hunt with the 22 so I, I went ahead and popped them but other than that you know i had him had him tied at every tree you know and i worked the stopwatch on all those squirrels though that is one thing i started doing and i can tell you know it, most of us can tell when they got the meat and what it's a what it's a den you know and i could tell and i've been working him you know even meat hunting i've been working him with the stopwatch you know so the main two things that I could say is a stopwatch and that lead, though, but I can't uh, stress that enough. And then reading up on those rules, if you want to get over transition into that comp hunt. Yeah. The other thing is, you know, I had a had a litter here and going to start working on the next one and see what comes of it. I had a litter, out, a couple pups out of my little female pretty and, and jet, and that's what I'm going to work towards is, you know, strictly – trying to make it a comp style dog you know so and and doing that and and got another pup coming from dexter you're gonna you're gonna get a kick out of that kobe what's this one gonna be it ain't gonna be a little dog you know that you know dexter don't hunt anything little you know i don't know dexter 
Oh, oh, Dexter Al- Alexander. Oh, so, yeah, mean, okay, yeah. I've met him. Yep. Yeah, I think you met him probably at a uh, ONCBA hunt, right? I yeah, believe. yeah, we hunted. Uh, we were in the final cast at the OMCBA Oklahoma State hunt. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, he seemed like a real nice guy. Nice meeting you. Yeah. I had talked to him around May when I started thinking about my next move and he was about to breed and I was about to breed my dogs, you know, and I was, he had reached out to me and we started talking and, and, uh, I had talked to him when he had a, his, uh, trying to think of that other dog that you hunted against. Medina, her name, think I think was her name. Medina. Is that what her name was? I think was, so. Maybe? I think it was Bad Medina. Yeah. So I was trying to get a pup out of that, you know, like two years ago or something. And I think this female that he bred is out of that and she's a pretty nice dog and, we had talked and he said, you're going to be on my, my list the next time, you know? So we, my feist pups and, and that pup, they're, uh, I think they're seven and my feist pups are eight and that those pups are seven weeks old. So we got to meet up and get that pup. So I'm going to have a interesting winter, you know, trying to see, see the differences and, and training again, you know, I hadn't had a pup in three years. So it'll be interesting to see if I learned anything and, and go from there and start working towards some new style comp dogs so well i surely hope the best of luck to you on that deal looking forward to seeing what you can make them into yes sir i appreciate it man i think we're about running out of time for today but man i really want to say thanks to you i've sure enjoyed visiting with you and uh listen to your stories right i appreciate you having me and wanting to show interest in my in my transition man i i, I sure appreciate it i I lo- love these little squirrel dogs and wish I'd have done it 20 years ago, you know, and longer than eight, you know, but I- I've learned a lot, lo- met a lot of nice people, you know, and uh, it's a great deal. But just uh, that little pretty dog, I actually sold her this morning. Little boy came out and he hopped out of that truck, man, and he, he was fired up. I think he's I think he's five is what he was, you know, and pretty came out that box and and they were like, oh, she really is little. I said, yeah, she's a little dog. I told you guys, she's a little fireball, you know. And, uh, you know, and she got to, that kid got to loving on her, you know, and she's all about it. And and uh, I said, uh, I, I said, I hope you enjoy her. I said, I, me and my kids really enjoyed it, you know, and just to see that little kid glow right there, you know, I, I don't care if I win another comp hunt or not, you know, that was kind of a blessing today to see that first name this morning and and give that pup to that kid you know and and uh, they get to enjoy her now so get another one get another kid started you know so i was pretty pumped up about that so well i'm sure they'll enjoy her yes sir i appreciate it bud all right everybody take care and keep wearing out that boot leather i just want to give everyone that's listening a sincere thank you getting this podcast going has been a project I really hope you're enjoying it, and if you don't mind, give the show a good rating and review wherever you're listening to it at, or share it on your social media to help get some traction. I appreciate it, and I'm looking forward to your feedback.